listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 16 on Ed Reach. Vader versus Shakespeare. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, June 18th, 2011. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. That was very big, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. And Jerry, give us a little bit about yourself. My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher at Schomburg High School in Schomburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. <laughs> I'm not the Zach Gilbert. And <laughs> Zach Gilbert at Twitter. Lies. CCK. Lies. <laughs> I am not that guy. That is really scary, Jerry. I, I'm a sixth grade social studies and language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. So this week, uh, we got a few things that we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit about what's been going on. I know you guys are all excited about it. E-Entertainment's been calling us uh, <laughs> about you know what we've been doing this past week. Uh, we're also going to talk about the uh, Wii U. Wii U? Yeah, go ahead, Jerry. Wii U, Wii U? Yeah, so uh, with our uh, podcast from last week, and there's a few corrections, but I think... It's one of those things where a new device comes out and a lot of people are confused, and we were, and so we are going to correct those things. And we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, so with Nintendo, the Wii U, we're going to talk about Kinect. So we're going to go to the Xbox, and Microsoft released a source code for their Kinect device. We'll talk about that. And then the last one, we found a very cool board game that I think will be... A lot of fun to play. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I think that could be used at home and at school mm-hmm. and with adults and young. I mean, all ranges. You could probably take it to many levels, couldn't you, Jerry? It is multi-rangel, if that's a word. <laughs> multi-rangel. <laughs> Trademark, copyright, whatever <laughs> you need to do with that word. So, Jerry, what's been going on this, this past week? Oh, not too much. Busy week. First week outside of summer. Outside of summer. First outside week of summer. outside of school. Into into summer, working on the old yearbook. Got to get that done. It's always uh, always important. What what you know you know, not gaming, but it's definitely graphics and such. Yeah. What some of the programs that you guys are using? You know, actually, uh, shameless plug. Here it goes. We used to use uh, a program called Adobe InDesign. Yeah. And that was that was technology. You know, well, they used to just paste images onto pieces of paper and then send them into the lab. But right. So when InDesign came out, it was just massive. And then um, InDesign. That's a tough program. Yeah. And InDesign became, unfortunately, you know, part of part of the problem is it became really expensive for schools to buy. And there's there's the Adobe programs are so amazing, so much so that I think they're one of the very few programs, and this goes for everything, Illustrator, Photoshop, they're almost – uh, I, I mean, rarely ever do you see a program bridge professionally and recreationally to so many different users. You know, I mean, you have people at home that just use right. Photoshop to mess around with. But with that being said, there's a lot in those programs to confuse people, especially <laughs> high school kids. So yeah. um, 
Jostens, our company, makes um, an online version. Uh, it's called their like Year Tech Online. So it's a uh, essentially they took all of the traits of um, InDesign that we really needed and shoved them into an online program, which actually works very well because then we can upload all of our images online. It's kind of almost cloud based. Yeah, and well, uh, it sounds cloud based. Yep, I think like ten last year was over ten thousand images you know, to their servers, which is nice because then they're not on ours. And um, we do all the work and it's, you know, it doesn't care about the platform you're on. So it's nice. We can work on Mac, PC, anything available. So it's actually a pretty sweet program. So, yeah, that sounds like, and it sounds like they were probably getting complaints from, as I did a yearbook one year and was using InDesign and, oh my goodness. I mean, it was, it it was a pain. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot in there because InDesign has so many other things it's meant for. You know, this is just this their program is specifically meant for creating yearbook pages. Well, so Photoshop, I probably know five, ten, fifteen percent, whatever, and I barely scratched the surface mm. of what Photoshop can do, and I can still do a ton with it. Yeah, and it's so deep. Yeah, and every you know every online editing program in the world has the same five features. I, you know, I talk to my kids about that all the time is it's important for them to understand the importance of something like Photoshop and what it did to the digital image editing world. But really all you need to understand is the concept, which is five tools, you know, lighten, darken, burn, dodge, you know, sharpen, all these other kinds of really basic photo things that can be done. And then, you know, Photoshop is even I don't want to say downgraded. I guess simplified is a better word because they have, you know, much more simple photo programs and yeah, even essentials. Photoshop app on my iPod. Oh, they even have one on there. Yeah, yeah. They they have the essentials program too, don't they? Yep. Yeah, the essentials is a good way to get you know get people started and and, and then that they does go, a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then they go the other way, which is um, uh, they make like Lightroom and stuff really complex things just for photography not as much you know now i'm going to bring this back to gaming because i'm assuming that most people that know how to use photoshop and some of these complex uh what is it illustrator Mm -hmm. illustrator Uh, uh who makes that corel adobe oh that's adobe illustrator what's the corel corel draw okay illustrator draw Mm -hmm. scribble whatever okay so you (laughs) you have um all these programs i'm assuming that most graphic artists that work on some type of uh, of game platform, or probably artists. <laughs> you know, you have to be some type of artist. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's a connection between um, you, you know, writing in those programs and creating those wonderful drawings within a video game. Yeah, there's, there's. Um, I mean, I would, I would hate to say, 100% of video game designers are fluent in Photoshop because. 100% of anything would just right, make right. me sound silly, but I, then I'm going to say 99.9 because uh, so many get started in things like Photoshop. And really, we've seen a huge boom in, in digital artwork and stuff on the computer because there are so many kids' programs now. You know, they're um, in the kids' programs who've stolen from Photoshop, too. I'm completely losing um, one of my best examples, which is like a kids' program that I actually use to teach my digital photo kids. Is um, it Kidspiration? No, but it's something just like that. Um, oh man, I so I'll remember this, but we'll remember. But um, 
you know, even the kids' versions are great just because they simplify everything so much that, you know, kids can understand concepts so much faster. Yeah. And then they're easy to translate. So, yeah, gaming people, absolutely. Um, it still takes hand skills. And um, that's very evident because you have the little, you know, drawing pads. Oh, yeah. Um, that are huge for things like Illustrator and for Photoshop. But uh, all of our kids, you know, Photoshop's kind of the first thing you learn, which is funny because when when the field started, it was still the first thing you learn. You know, it's, in in a field of technology, you usually don't find too many constants, but uh, Photoshop is it's one. Is one. I like yeah. I like how we brought that back. Yeah, that was, that was nice. That was very good. That was very good. Okay, good turnaround. So yeah, good turnaround. So this week I was teaching all week at something called um, the the Movable Feast, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually www. I have to give the www because. Um, I don't, I think if you just put the regular address in, it's goes to an old, one of the older sites, but it's www.thefeast.org. And there are, there's a whole range of classes that, that we teach. And one of them is called the teacher feast. And the teacher feast is basically technology classes, um, getting, helping teachers, understand some of the technology that's within their classroom. So this week I worked with, um, it was basically movie and uh, video and uh, audio and image, you know, editing, creating things like uh, photo story. Actually, we're using another program that is called My VR Spot. Hmm. And they're coming out with a product uh, that's going to be, um, rolling out, it, we're using it. It's we're one of the first to use it, but it's basically a cloud-based, uh, I you know iMovie or Movie Maker, and also Photo Story. So you can put audio and video and pictures together and create your own, you know, um, production. And it's all done in the cloud. Nice. And it's actually, it actually works pretty well. They're working out some bugs, but I mean, it's overall, it's it's been, it's been doing very well. Uh, it actually, the video part, the my VR spot is really cool because it gives you the opportunity to upload videos or embed videos and it gives you, it's almost like your own YouTube channel. Nice. And that is nice because then the district, the school district has control over, you know, what is on there. So my district is actually blocking YouTube, but I'm thinking that this might be a workaround. Mm. So I can upload the videos there and then what you should do in the first place, you should, you know. Have your videos ready before you teach. Right. Not let's go on YouTube, kids, and start <laughs> typing in and see what comes up that's because just, that gets that's just dangerous. Uh, very dangerous. So, <laughs> but the the feast.org is really cool because we have teacher feast, we have tech feast, which is basically for uh, network admins and you know the the geeks behind the scene. Uh, there's a kids feast, which my oldest daughter is going to be involved in next week, and it's it's a Monday through Thursday class, and they learn all different types of technologies. Uh, and, and creating, they're constantly creating things, videos. I think they get into Legos, uh, Mindstorm type stuff. Hmm. So you know, there's a little bit of gaming involved there. Uh, yeah, so it's there's a lot involved within this this project. So I've been teaching that this week. So I did WordPress also, hmm. and uh, Google Docs and, and and Google Apps. Nice. So keep you busy. It keeps me busy, and I'm fed well while I'm there. And of course, it's a uh, feast. How could you not? It's be? a feast. Yeah. yeah. It says the feast is coming to DeKalb next week. Or are you coming up to my? I think they were. Woods? I think they were up there this week. No, kids feast was this week up there. It says 20 through 24th in DeKalb. Yeah. yeah. So that's nice. Yeah, it's spreading throughout the state. Wow. Everybody's feasting. 
everybody's feasting and it's a it's a great model so that's you know so yes we have summer off but yet i'm still teaching and and we had i think we had about 60 or so participants this past week and it was it was great i mean people that are there that they want to learn and they want to you know learn new uh ideas and concepts they can learn get in their classroom also spread a little bit of knowledge about ed gamer and talk to some of the uh, esl teachers about how world of warcraft was used in um and you know lucas gillespie's district out in uh, north carolina yeah and how they used it for the spanish spanish speaking students the esl students having them go on the own uh, english only uh servers very cool and to immerse oh, themselves in that language yes we got to get him back on yeah he's a good guy he's a good guy so that's kind of been my week. So that's kind of our weekly update. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the Wii U corrections. Mm. And I think I said that you could use up to four Wii U controllers, and that doesn't seem to be the case, does it, Jerry? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking no. There's uh, this article that you dug up here from Device. Yeah, through sci- I guess <sighs> title. This is sci-fi. Well, this sucks. Wii U only to support one Wii U controller. Yeah. Wii U won't you. Yeah, it won't. And it seems like only one controller. I've heard a little bit that it could handle two. And conceivably, it can handle a lot more, but they're concerned about the price. Yeah. Nintendo's concerned about that. And here's like the best part of the article that I think I totally go with is it's a confusing move for Nintendo considering Wii leans so heavily on its party games such as Mario Party Smash Brothers Mario Kart and Wii Sports which I totally see I mean that mm-hmm. that was like the best part about the Wii was you know gathering a bunch of people in a room and letting everybody participate at the same time yeah and it, it seems like uh, I love this the handicapped experience because you know you can play with multiple people but they're going to be using the um, uh, the Wii Motes from you know the original right. Wii, and one person has the cool device, you know, the, <laughs> the new controller, and they're doing some cool things, and the rest of them cannot do that. So it'll be interesting how they put that together. Yeah, I would have thought that's something you'd think about somewhere in the, you know, I don't know, testing or developing process. I mean, hadn't that conversation would have had to come up, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Now it, it's interesting too because we have. You know, we have the Nintendo Wii, and you have to have what's the the resort game? You have to have the advanced sensor device added to the bottom of the mm. the Wii Mote, okay. and we only have two of those. Gotcha. So it's like, but at least you can have two, and you can play a two person game like the sword fighting, uh-huh. which you know I get whooped up on by my uh, youngest <laughs> daughter. I don't know how in the world she does it. It's it's, it's like I'm blocking, I'm blocking. Whack, I fall off. The... Hey, you know what? There are a lot of scholarships out there for fencing people. Man, oh man, she would be good. The She'd right. be really good. So it's you, you, they had the advanced sensor for that, so you have two of those. So I could see that, you know, you're going from the original Wiimote to the advanced sensor. Now you have this Wii U remote. I'm thinking they have to at least get one more on there. They're going to have to figure out something. Yeah, I think that added to the confusion, too, when somebody else put this in an article of what specifically it was. You know, is it a console? Is it a I think it's it multiple. Is it, you know, what is it? And I yeah. think that just helps add to the confusion. If you can only have one, then what What do you do? What are you doing? Yeah, it's. it'll be interesting how that comes out. It'll be interesting if they make changes. Because they're, it looks like they're starting to get a little... 
feedback, negative feedback about this whole concept. Yeah. The the one last part of this, were you going to say something else? No, I was going to say it will be interesting to to know what's going to happen. But they're saying, what's the release? Our friends from Great Britain call it holiday. So holiday 2012. So what is it? Like Christmas time 2012? Which holiday? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's next year. Wow. So that's yeah. So we're talking about this now. I mean, I it, it's they're talking about next year, and then now we're starting to hear rumors about Xbox for next year, and I'm sure you know PlayStation. Who knows? Who knows what's going on here? But yeah, we're about to the point where the next generation is going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting too because 3D seems to be making a push, which is oh, it's not that big deal. That will be that will be a good question if anybody sinks their teeth into that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't what was know. It, PlayStation that or Sony that put out their monitor. 3D monitor, which yeah. was um, only a couple hundred dollars. They're trying to make it affordable. And I saw a review on it. Did we talk about this on the show, or was it no. something I was reading? Okay. Um, saw a review that actually said it was a pretty decent monitor for a small 3D. You know, I mean, still 500 bucks to drop on a on a monitor, but it was, I think, a 24-inch, so pretty much a personal 3D-type right. monitor. And it was getting decent reviews, but, you know, boy, it's going to be real interesting to see if if companies stick with 3D or not, because I don't even know what the televisions are, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I don't know if they're making a, especially the economy the way it is, I don't know if they're making a big push with yeah. 3D. And, you know, it depends on the movie. But I'm not big about going to 3D in the first place because <laughs> I have, um, let's see, I have, I wouldn't say genetically enhanced, but my, uh, my sensitivity uh-huh. to motion is greatly enhanced. I'm a uh, maybe I'm a mutant. I have great sense <laughs> sense of uh, you know balance and everything, and so I get a little queasy on some of those. You're going to bar from the popcorn, is what you're telling me. Yeah, it's a possibility. I mean, when I'm playing games <laughs> and I'm jumping off a cliff, I feel it. I I'm not even sure. I, I think that's a good thing. I don't. You, you know, I have to close. So how <laughs> depending exciting. on the game. Depending on the game, I almost have to close my eyes sometimes. I can't watch it I, because I, be I feel it. <laughs> tread carefully yeah it's Focus just like I, I don't know if that's i don't know if others out there feel that but it's just i'm very se- sensitive to the motion yeah I'm, so i'm gonna make a gonna make okay. a note send to the, the gilbert family over there no 3d stuff for yeah i don't know how that's gonna work yeah i don't know how it's gonna work so okay so the last thing about well Maybe one of the last things we talk about. No, it's not the last thing we're going to talk about the Wii U, but uh, it doesn't come with a blue. It's it seems one controller mm-hmm. and no Blu-ray or DVD playback. Nothing. They are not worried about being your DVD or Blu-ray player. The center of your entertainment they, universe. They are not worried about that. They want to be an add-on device. Now you take the you take the neg you take the negative okay. aspect. You play the bad cop. I'll play the good cop on this. So why do you think this is a bad thing that they're not having Blu-ray or DVD? Uh, um, because <laughs> throwing you on the spot. Yeah, no, I'll try to figure out which side I was on first. Okay, so the negatives <laughs> of not having these things. Um, it, you know, well, I, I want I want less machines. I don't want like fifteen machines all built up around my. You know, this should be devices now should be ready to give me everything I need. You know, in one, and so not having these things. I mean, what, what if I just want to pop in a DVD or a Blu-ray? So now i got to right. switch over my whole home theater to get to something else. Also, 
I could say a negative, maybe. Um, okay, I guess. Did you have a lot of DVDs? I had a ton of DVDs. Yeah. Had or I have? Still have. They're okay. just kind of sitting on shelves now. Okay. But I didn't go rebuy my entire collection in Blu-ray because they were too expensive. Yeah. And I don't see the enhancement as being. Okay, so anyway, um, I guess, what about, like, upgrades? Or, like, updates, if, if you're not connected to the Internet, you know, I guess it would just have to be through a disc that they sent to you, right? If you were going to, yeah. like, update something, but it couldn't be through a DVD or a... I well, don't know. it's their own special disc. I think, did we talk about before um, that the disc that they're looking at, and this sounds kind of crazy. So I don't know if it was just in passing. I don't know. But they're saying that their special disks can hold up to 25 gigabytes. Yeah. That's nuts. I, I was reading that somewhere. I don't. It, yeah, we it, talked it, about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, um, that that seems kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's a lot. And I don't know if that's totally accurate. Okay. So now what are the positives? Good positives. Job. Well, the, you know, Microsoft has not put in, uh, remember, they had the HD DVD. You know, they, they had yep. the added device. You could add the HD DVD player. They lost out Blu-ray one and Microsoft, you know, people are saying, well, what are they going to do now? Well, they're going to have to get Blu-ray. Why aren't they getting Blu-ray in their, you know, Xboxes? I, I think they're banking on the fact that they have internet connected devices. Now they have, I think the Zoom players now on the Xbox. They have the, um, you can buy videos and everything online. You have Netflix. You have Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have so many internet connected devices where you're streaming. Do you really need to have, you know, a DVD player? You know, and, and maybe this is the right call because the only thing you can count on with technology is that it's eventually going to phase itself out, I guess, with the exception of Photoshop. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but you know what? I mean, the, the only reason PS3 got so lucky is because of the time that it put itself in there. You know, it, it put it put a Blu-ray player in there, got lucky that... I mean, I guess not lucky. They probably did a little bit of research. But that's when Blu-ray players were still like $300 anyway. Mm-hmm. So I know that's why I bought a PS3 because I was like, well, if I'm going to buy a Blu-ray player, I might as well get a gaming system with it. Right. It was like you got the Blu-ray player plus right. a gaming system. And so now they're 79 bucks, you know. So if you're yeah. going to buy – that's, that's probably for a 3D one these days. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's, they're, they're so cheap now that why – I, I don't know. I guess that might be a question for somebody that knows more because that's not me about what <laughs> putting those things into your consoles does to the console. You know what I mean? Like for like tech wise, like does it cause more overheating? Is it more parts? Obviously, it's more money and more parts to put into it. But, you know, I, I there are some people that, that don't like that. All in one, I remember the same argument when it was um, DVD players. Mm-hmm. They came out with tape players, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they were in your TV. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, what happens if your DVD player breaks? It breaks your whole yeah. TV, <laughs> you yeah. know. And it, so, yeah, if, you know, if your Wii gets screwed up, then your Blu-ray player is screwed up too. But I don't. It's interesting. It is interesting because I guess we were taking for granted that that they would just follow, you know, movie formats as well. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting how that. How that plays out, but you know, it didn't. It doesn't bother me as much that my Xbox can't play Blu-ray. You know, 
yeah. movies. It can pl- now that's the other thing. It play it can play regular DVDs, and that's what we use downstairs in the basement. Yeah. But it, the other thing is too is that sometimes <laughs> this is the negative of the older, a little bit older Xbox is that it sounds like an airplane taking off. <laughs> and so a lot of my games that I play a lot on the Xbox, yeah. I just load, install on the um, on the Xbox itself. So it just needs the disc to recognize it, and then it it plays it off the yeah. off the hard drive. Sure. And that's that's a lot better. But I know the newer Xbox, what is it, the Slim? Mm-hmm. I guess it sounds a lot better. It doesn't make as much noise, and that's huge, especially if you're going to use that as a center of your entertainment universe. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's interesting. I know with my PS3, I I mean I used it a lot as Blu-ray, but now I am using. I mean, it's almost fifty-fifty as to whether my my movies are coming off Netflix, which is streaming from it, mm-hmm. or an actual physical Blu-ray disc. You know, so. Cool. As the quality of things like Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that gets so much better, it's, you know, I don't know. It's tough. And there's so much uh, internet connectivity. See, I use it through my PlayStation 3, which some people, you know, I know my parents have it through their, like, home stereo system. You know, Mm -hmm. that's connected through Wi-Fi. Now TVs are connected through Wi-Fi. I think... I I don't know. I think they're just leaving it out there as, like, listen, you're going to figure out another way to to get all this stuff. It doesn't have to be through your video game console. Yeah. And I, I'm seeing a lot of, of, you know, as a teacher, a lot of parents, you talk to me about tech stuff, and it seems like a lot of people are using their Wii as their Netflix player. Interesting. Okay. And I don't know how that works out because I know graphics-wise for the games, the Wii is not as strong as the 360 or the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't play... You know, I remember playing some of the early games on the Wii, and they looked horrible mm. compared to what the Xbox did. So I don't know if that's the same thing for movies. I don't know if I don't know if that's different or not. Yeah, but a lot of people are doing it. Maybe it just wasn't worth the price point. You know, maybe it would have had to be. Uh, it would have added more to the price to install all those things into the physical system than yeah. than just. Uh, you know, they're just leaving them out and going for maybe that's what their sale will be. Maybe it'll be a lower, you know, a much lower price point. Yeah, we'll have to see. Well, one one last thing on Nintendo, um, an article that you found about uh, dads and and especially Dad's Day weekend mm-hmm. uh, about dads and owning the Wii. So, what what was the article you found? Oh, it was from Mashables, so it came through Twitter, and uh, I was just it caught caught my eye because it was about gaming. And about the Wii, and it it talks about, um, okay, so the title is More Dads Own Nintendo Wiis Than Other Consoles, which actually just surprised me. I think it took you by surprise a little bit when we talked uh, about yeah. it, too. Yeah, so um, I, I guess when you scroll through this, ironically, they clarify sort of at the end who they're talking about, which is, okay, so very definitely not a scientific study conducted yeah. by Redbox. Mm-hmm. June 10th through 14th from 500 Redbox customers. So it says across the U.S. So, okay, 500 people, you know, last weekend who were renting out of the Redbox <laughs> answered this entire survey. Mm-hmm. Um, ages of the respondents, which, you know, kind of also says something about it because this is also people that use Red. Wow. All right. So age respondents essentially between 30 and 50 looked like the biggest. You know, there's a little bit 16%, 18 to 29 50 years 
older was only 18%. So basically 30 and 35% from the ages between 30 and 50. So you're dealing with 30 to 50-year-olds and majority with two children, couple with one, couple with three, but mostly two children. And then it asked them other things, um, what video games. So, okay, so the system in general, Nintendo Wii, 58.8% said, now the question is phrased weird, which consoles mm-hmm. do dads have at home? Now, mm-hmm. to me, that leaves a, uh, I don't know, that leaves something in the, you know, question itself. Like, what consoles do dads have at home? Okay, is this like dad's console? Is, you know, like, is he holding well, onto it in the private playroom or is this like, yeah. or is this for the kids? You know what I mean? So I, I guess right. a, a nice follow up question would have been, did you purchase this for family entertainment? You know, cause right. or if, for yourself. Right. Cause I'm thinking that of this survey, if it was 58% answering we, then it was probably going to be 75% yeah. that said, I think we found, yeah, I think we found the error in the survey is that, you know, first of all, it says, who's the video game champion in the house? 31% said it was dad. Yeah. 58% said the kids. Right. And then 3% spouse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I'm guessing the correlation is that, okay, if I have kids, most likely I'm going to have a Wii. And the main reason why I got a Wii Mm-hmm. was because then I could play games with my kids. Sure. Most of the Xbox games that I have, because I have an Xbox and the Wii, the Xbox games, a lot of those are for me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, the kids do play. I do have some games on there. But uh, it, it's I think it's one of those things that I have kids, I want a game with them, I'm going to get a Wii. Okay, so here's another interesting question that they should have asked or that I would like to ask of Redbox since they're putting out surveys now and, and research. Um, could you check more than one? This is this Does this add yeah, up to 100%? Uh, I can add 60 uh, notes. It's got to be over. It's, it's well over. It's over 100%. So you no, had to be... Not, hold, which one? What are you talking about? Which console did Which they console have at home? Oh, I was, I was looking at the top one. one it's like 69. Do you know your math? Gotcha. No. So, so you had to be able to check more than one. Right. Okay. Oh, which consoles? I guess I could have just read the S in the question. Yeah. Right. It could be a, a situation where, okay, honey, which console are we going to have for the house? You can only choose one. Right. You know, the Wii or the Xbox. And mm-hmm. if it's only one, then, yeah, you're probably going to go with the Wii because then the kids can play it too. Interesting. I do see how often do dads play video games. Uh, basically, seventeen percent at least once a day, about close to thirty percent weekly. So you know, you're t- talking what forty, almost forty-seven percent, almost half play games weekly. Okay. The the more that we read this survey, it's making me more and more angry. We should probably find <laughs> something else to talk about. But again, another question I want to know is: Are you playing video games with kids? Yes. Are you playing video games with your kids a few times a month, or are you yeah. sitting in a room alone playing Xbox a few times a month? Yeah. Like uh, that's a huge difference to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it it just kind of gets you thinking. So you know, the one thing that I did find, I guess, uninteresting was which video <laughs> game genre do dads play, and it's pretty, pretty even. I mean, action. What's the difference between action shooters and fighting? Well, actually, <laughs> I mean, I know that I know the difference. But okay, the- Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft, you're really not using guns 
Okay, so it's not a shooter. You know, it's, it's swords and magic and stuff. So, what is you know, Call fighting? of Duty is a shooter. Fighting, fighting is like, zombie. you know... <laughs> no, no like, it's totally, um, that's a zombie. Street Fighter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm more Brad, interested in the link to the right. Did you see the Vancouver couple that's kissing on the ground? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Have you heard about this? That's a that's a Photoshop, right? No, it's not Photoshop. But what has happened is they photoshopped totally it. Okay. <laughs> they photoshopped it into every like major event ever. Now, this couple, oh, it, I guess the girl passed out because she had um, like stuff in her eyes. They actually found the father of this guy and like interviewed him on a Vancouver radio station. Oh my god! And so the guy was bending over to make sure she was okay and to like wake her up. He like kissed her, and so. Johnny on the spot photographer. Wow. A picture of it. And the only reason I know it's not photoshopped is there's another angle. There are two or three angles of photos that have been released. Okay. All from the same area. But now people are photoshopping them in like <laughs> classic events around the world, you know, like game winning basketball shots, and there's this couple <laughs> They're on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we get you. Okay. I'm bringing you back. <laughs> okay. Dry. So we talk about Wii's here. Father's Day, how, you know, the Wii is the, the champion of the house, mm-hmm. um, but which get video game genre do dads play? There's no family game in there. Interesting. This this survey stinks. Okay, so. This is terrible. Moving this is on. What happens when you let Redbox do Oh, my this. goodness. And, oh, did you hear, I think I was hearing this, that Redbox is going to start renting Video games. I rented one last night from Redbox. Did you? Perfect. How much is it? $2 a night. A night? Yeah. That's not bad. No, because I wanted to try the game, and um, and I did, and it was great. And I now the only thing was I wanted to – I kept finding myself wanting to keep it, which worked well, well for that. Well, is it just another $2? Yeah. Yeah, $2 a day. Yeah. So that's not bad. No, it's actually not bad, and it's fun because if you hate the game, then you only spend – yeah, you know, exactly. And then you don't have bucks. to, you know, you can test it out and see if you like it, and then you know that you can go out and buy the real one. Now, here, here's what'll be interesting. Will they? I mean, the full, ver- you know, to right. keep. Will they be able to um, keep that down, that price down? Because I worked in like a hundred thousand video stores while I was growing up, and um, that's the way they always started. Yeah, it was great. It was a couple bucks a day or a buck a day, you know, five bucks for a week for a video game. Video games got more expensive. Oh, yeah. Games started getting damaged. You know, you're not talking about a a $10 Blu-ray, what right. they pay for it at least, $10 right. Blu-ray. You're talking about, you know, a $60 video game. Right. Takes a couple scratches. Well, they don't pay They don't pay $60 no, for it. they don't. But more than a Blu-ray, it would be right. less. And is it going to be damaged more than a regular DVD? Mm. Because kids are most likely the ones playing them. Yeah. So the question is, will they be able to keep that? that pricing down but it's very I cool i like but they've that. kept awesome. they've kept a dollar per movie this is true true and we do it every once in a while i mean it just just depends so 